According to the National Center for Drug Abuse, over 165 million Americans ages 12 and up are currently abusing drugs or alcohol. Of those 165 million Americans, there is a mom, dad, sister, brother, wife, husband, son, daughter, or grandparent praying and pleading that they would stop. Addiction is a subject most people don't like to talk about and is kept behind closed doors. But the Finding Hope podcast will bring light to the subject and give families that are living in shame, guilt, hopelessness, fear, worry, and anger, tools and education to find strength, peace, happiness, joy, and hope. Hello, I'm Amy LaRue, Finding Hope Coordinator for Hope is Alive Ministries and your host for this Finding Hope podcast. At Hope is Alive, our mission is to radically change the lives of drug addicts, alcoholics, and those who love them. We do this through our intentional next level sober living homes and faith-based support groups for the loved ones of addicts called Finding Hope. Hello, Finding Hope friends and family. I'm Amy LaRue, the Finding Hope coordinator, and I'm so glad you're joining us today. I have two special guests with us on this Facebook Live. I have Miss Tammy Posey and Denise Roberts, and we are here going to be talking about our upcoming Hope After Loss retreat. And Tammy, I know you're on one of our podcasts, but I'm sure a lot of our viewers today haven't listened to it. So I just want to ask you both, we'll start with you, Tammy. Can you just tell everyone just a little bit about you and your story? Okay, so I'm Tammy Posey from here in the Oklahoma City metro area. I lost my youngest son, Ben, to addiction in January of 2017 at the young age of 28. So, you know, lived through years of his addiction and his disease and all the chaos that goes with that. And Mm -hmm. we tried everything. Um, I'm sure we um, had our boundaries and we also enabled him, you know, just part of the process. But um, he was a great kid, a great young man. He truly loved his family and friends and his life. And he knew how much we loved him. So that is uh, one good thing I feel very fortunate about, that I have that um, reassurance that he knew he was loved. Okay. What about you, Denise? Hi, uh, my name is Denise Roberts. Um, I'm a Originally from, uh, I raised my family in Las Vegas, Nevada, um, but I've been in Oklahoma now about 10 years. Um, I had um, two boys, Matthew and Dylan, um, and uh, Dylan, I lost Dylan uh, when he was 19. Uh, That was uh, December 30th of 2010, and then um, six years later, I also lost his um, my other son, Matthew, he was 28, um, and he passed away February 3rd of 2016, um, and it was both due to heroin addiction. Um, they were in, uh, I mean, just as Tammy said, you know, I lived in the chaos um, when Dylan, when I first found out about Dylan's addiction, I was actually at the um, funeral of my husband. Um, so, I mean, it was just one thing after another. But, um, you know, we got Dylan help. He was in a few treatment programs. Um, and um, there's just, you know, 
a lot of things that can be said about that at another time. However, that's, uh, that's my story, my two beautiful boys, and um, they were both um, believers, um, and I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, absolutely. So you both, you know, I met you guys both about a year ago at our last retreat. And actually, I remember Denise meeting, reading in Edmund Outlook, you know, a local um, magazine that goes to every house about, I was like, I've got to connect with her. We had lunch and we talked and I shared with you, you guys shared with me about the overdose awareness events that you do here in Oklahoma City. And then I shared with you a little bit about our hope after lost retreats. And you both um, came last year. Denise, you're one of our speakers. So I guess my first question is, as we are getting ready for our next one in like two and a half weeks, October 13th, is what was your experience or how was your experience um, attending the retreat last year? Either one. Okay, I'll go. So Denise had been asked to speak at this retreat and... You know, I think uh, we're kind of besties in this thing. So I thought, I'll go and and, uh, I'll support her in this event. Um, But what a total surprise, the healing I received at the event. It was great. Um, You know, Ben had been gone five and a half plus years at the time of last year's event. And I was pretty much thinking, "Mm, you know, I don't really need this, but I'm going to go support Denise in these uh, amazing efforts that she did in her speech. and um, But what a total surprise for me. It was great. So it what was, surprised uh, you? You keep saying surprise. So what was um, that that surprised you? The healing I received there. It was peaceful. Um, the friendships I made were mm-hmm. amazing. And um, just a real sense of overall healing in the grief process. Yeah, that I think I didn't even know I'd missed, you know, I didn't know I needed that. So it was a great surprise for me. What about you, Denise? So I went thinking, you know, I was just going to offer some some help and information to others. Mm -hmm. um, When in fact, it was me who received a lot more than I ever could have even thought of giving back. Wow. Um, So that was very surprising to me Mm -hmm. because um, even though I seem to be a little far out of my grief journey, um, I'm just here to say that you never are too far Mm -hmm. out or probably even too close um, to it because I'm still – um, still learning and feeling things that I had no idea um, was even there. Wow. And I'm glad you said that. And, I, you know, Tammy mentioned it too. You're never too far out. Or, you know, I we had someone last year, Tara, and she gives me permission to use her name, but she came and it had been less than two months. And I'll be honest, when I first saw her sign up, I was like, oh, my goodness. But I was like, I'm going to let the Lord do what the Lord's going to do with this. And um, she flew all the, her and her husband all the way from North Carolina to Oklahoma just to be a part of it. And she just talked about the, so much healing, the people, the connections. And at the end of her video, what really stood out to me, it says, the day we were leaving, I was crying because I was leaving my people. I was leaving these people that I connected with so well. And, um, you know, I was going back to where people didn't understand or I didn't have 
that support um, going there. So what would you guys, you know, tell someone that might be early on in this journey, less than a year, maybe less than six months? I would basically say um, you don't know what you don't really need, but just please bring yourself to go Mm. because even myself, I mean, I really thought there's nothing I'm going to really get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got so much out of it. Um, and I would just really encourage, um, there is something to be said about being around your people. And that's something I hadn't really experienced before. And it's extremely um, helpful and needed and um, just very embracing. And when we're talking about our people, you know, I guess I didn't clarify at the beginning that hope after loss is a grief retreat for those who have lost someone to the impact of addiction, right? And you guys both talked about that with your sons. And so let's think about that stigma, right? There's a stigma when you say someone has an addiction or they're an alcoholic that gets attached. And that's like part of my job is like, let's break this stigma, right? Let's take off this mask and the shame. So how did that stigma um, addiction play in the role of your grief journey or what other people maybe even said? So um, we were very open um, about Ben's uh, cause of death and the reason And, of course, we had um, support of our family and our friends for many years during this chaos. Um, And even my close work family was very supportive. But it wasn't until after his funeral I ran into some incidents where I truly felt judged as a mom. Mm. Like, you know, you're a mom, you're to protect your kids and keep them safe. And I was totally didn't know how to handle it at all, Mm. really, and was so caught off guard that people would have that kind of judgment, I guess, is the only word I can think of. And it was hurtful. It was embarrassing. And it it really um, took some time for me to adjust and get past that. And know how to approach the people. So is it hard for you to work through your grief because of all that? Yes. Okay. And I did seek counseling and all those things Mm -hmm. to help myself, but it was very difficult. And that's one thing um, I got from the retreat is, like Denny said, they're your people. I mean, they are truly understand, whether it's a child or a parent or a sibling, um, it's just they get the journey of addiction. What about you, Denise? Did that stigma play any role in your grief journey? Oh, tremendously. Um, Because unlike Tammy, I I didn't really have any luck with individual counseling or even grief groups. Mm. I mean, any involvement I had or experience, it was, um, it's, like a big downer. And so I wanted to stay as far away from that as possible. And that's one thing I do want to say, I was very afraid that this retreat would be just a big, you know, crying fest. And that was the last thing I wanted. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I had my escape plan ready, but, um, (laughs) but truly it was not. And, um, and that's one thing I really want to stress 
right? Um, mm-hmm. Is that it, it made me feel, um, you know, a lot more love and understanding and it, by all means, it was a happy, a happy experience. Um, I don't even think I answered your question, but uh, <laughs> no, that's good. Cause I, you know, Tammy and I, before you got here, we're kind of talking about the crying, yes. like, you know, and I've heard, you know, I haven't been in your shoes and so I can't speak for them or for, you know, someone that's experienced this. And so, you know, I've heard like, I don't want to cry the whole weekend. No, no. And it's not supposed to be, um, if you're afraid of it, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I was, you know, um, I've cried enough tears and there's, you know, it's not one of those things, but, um, being at, as far as the stigma goes, it gives us an opportunity to share with others and then to do something about it. I'm kind of a doer, yeah. so I don't want to just sit in the, in the ick. And, mm-hmm. um, so it isn't ick. It's not all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So. And it, one of my favorite parts of the retreat is just listening to the stories. It's hearing, you know, usually on Saturday evening, we just got to hear funny stories of things, you know, that they've done in the past two years ago. I'll never forget a story from someone was sharing about their son at Disney World, like hiding and they couldn't find him. And they had everyone like that. He just went off to hide, you know, just to be (laughs) silly, you know, and just hearing those stories and remembering they're more than this disease and getting to talk about it in a safe place. You talked about other grief, um, groups. And that's kind of why we started this. I don't know if you guys, I'm sure you, I've told you guys this, but I, a mom came to me and said like, they've gone to other mom, like losing children retreats. And, but when you say something about they die from the impact or an overdose or something, that stigma is like, oh, they had a choice where you and I, both of you understand and the other parents and sisters and siblings um, and spouses understand their this was a disease that took them and we can begin to heal with people who understand that. And we don't, there's no judgment, right. That's broken down at this retreat. And so, um, some other questions I wrote down that I've heard and some people I've talked to is, is this just for moms? No, no, (laughs) no. We had dads there. We had a brother there last year. And this year we've already had some spouses sign up. Um, We have a sister coming this year. So it's anyone, right? Anyone, you know, everyone, people think it's, oh, just the moms need it or just the parents, but the whole family's impacted. Yes. It's a, it's a family disease Mm -hmm. after all. I mean, it's all, everyone's affected in different ways. So yeah, absolutely. It's everybody. Yeah. So if you're out there and you're the sister or brother or maybe the grandparent too, we've had a grandmother that's joined before just, you know, the healing process that they need. Um, let's see. I'm just not ready. What would you tell someone if they said, I'm just not ready? I think I would say be brave, mm. be bold find dig deep find that courage to go because you will be so surprised at the healing you will receive yeah yeah very good um so I want to just kind of go through our schedule and just so people know what to expect because I think that's part of it I don't know what to expect when I'm coming right am I just going to be sitting there crying the whole time no Uh -uh. you know and I think one of the favorite things I also I told you about is we have a memorial table Mm -hmm. and 
we have before the whole event, that's where everyone goes. It's so encouraging. Like they go and they just start talking. They might not know anyone and that's okay if you don't know anyone, just like Tammy, like be brave, right? And meet your new family and your new friends here. And so just getting to go over there and and um, listen. And so um, this year we have a guest speaker come in on Friday night, Lisa Bain. And she is going to be talking. Her talk is, it's better out here stepping out of your brokenness into purpose. And that's kind of what you're talking about, right? We're going to use this, this, you know, our theme is beauty and the brokenness. Use this brokenness for a purpose. And I heard her speak um, about six months ago. And after that, I was like, I need her. That's how, what inspired the top, this theme actually this year. And then I have a surprise activity. I'm not telling you guys or anybody else listening that we're going to do <laughs> <laughs> after that. And then Saturday morning, um, we'll get together, have some pictures and breakfast together. And we have um, another speaker um, coming, um, who's also lost her child and her topic, her theme is, is God good, you know? And through that, like, you know, I hear sometimes where is God in this? Where was he? And so, um, just a safe place to talk about that. And then one of my favorite people, Tim, um, is coming and he's done a lot of research on the brain and how this is a disease. And he's going to be kind of talking to us about the brain and important for us, even our own brain, how we need to heal our own brains and trauma and all this. And so he's going to be talking about that. And then in the afternoons, what do we do in the afternoons on Saturday? Do you guys remember? Get outside. It's self-care, right? Mm -hmm. It's a time where we don't do enough self-care or Mm -hmm. schedule it. So I make sure to schedule it. Do you guys remember any of the stuff that you guys did last year for the self-care, what other people did? We went for a walk, and then it was I, beautiful. Yeah, it nature, was gorgeous, and um, we went for a long walk, and then I think we participated in the chair massages. Yeah, we have yeah. chair yeah. massages coming yeah. back. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. never have too many of those. <laughs> no, and then we have yoga. We had yoga last year, right. and this is stuff that. We just give you kind of a menu, but do what you want. I've seen people out there journaling before. There's also um, a pool or a hot tub that people sometimes will just sit around um, going on, you know, walks or maybe just resting or connecting. And so there is opportunities you know, I've had some people bring their own paints and started doing just some painting because that was therapeutic for them mm-hmm. as well. So just some different things. And then we have, and I think one of you may have actually suggested Bob Willis from Edmond here. Mm-hmm. Um, he does a lot with grief and he's going to be coming and speaking and doing um, some sculpting. He does a lot with clay. And so I'm excited to see that. And then um, we'll celebrate um, our loved ones telling those fun stories again. And all throughout the whole weekend, we're also meeting in small groups where you're connecting and um, talking through things, um, different, you know, paths that you guys had, what stood out to you, how you've gotten through this so that you guys can lean on one another throughout this, what you struggle with. And, you know, so you really are building that connection. And then, you know, um, Sunday morning comes and no one wants to leave. And it's like last year and we did a butterfly release and it was just so cool watching it. And then like I started to have to go back in and clean everything up. And I was like, I hate to like have to send all these people home. Um, But it was just a time that you guys just got to connect outside and talk. And um, then we went back home. So it's a great weekend, um, a great 
healing. And I love seeing the growth just over the weekend from when the people walk in, attendees walk in for the first time. And then when they leave, like Tara was saying, like, you know, tense when Mm -hmm. you walk in. Right. But Mm -hmm. then almost freeing to walk out. So we're going to end this, but so what is one last piece of encouragement to someone on the fence about attending? Just do it. <laughs> Don't think about it. Just do it. Right. Yes. And we're going to put, yes. you can, they're going to be putting in the comments, how to sign up, sign up today. Let's get it done. Let's yes. get do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, you just, you won't regret it. I mean, mm. um, I'm very much looking forward to it this year. Me too. Um, the, uh, plus, I mean, the location is gorgeous the agenda is is fantastic um it's it's just a wonderful weekend and um I can't wait for it to come yeah what about you Tammy I think I would say um the investment you make in your healing and in yourself um is worth it worth every penny it costs to attend and just have the willingness to come and learn and um, start your healing process. And you're going to be right there with people that know exactly how you feel. Yeah. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you for coming on your lunch break. I appreciate sure. it. <laughs> thank you for that sacrifice. But so if you're out there listening, be sure to sign up today. Um, we are making, we're actually ordering the shirts today for the retreat. So be sure to get signed up. And we hope to see you um, there on October 3rd in Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you have any questions. 13th. O- October 13th. What did I say? Third. Oh, Third. see, we want Third. it to happen. Yeah, <laughs> October 13th Friday the 13th yes I know Friday the 13th but it'll be good it'll be a good Friday the 13th right Right. and so be sure to sign up reach out to me amy at hopeisalive.net if you have any questions so thanks again for joining us thank Thank you ladies thank you this episode of the finding hope podcast was brought to you by hope is alive ministries to learn more about hope is alive visit our website at hopeisalive.net If you are in need of immediate assistance, don't wait. Call us now at 1-844-3-HOPE-NOW. That's 1-844-3-HOPE-NOW. To find out more about Finding Hope and how you can get involved in a meeting close to you, visit findinghope.today.